Every so often with this channel, and it seems like it's happening more and more as I go over more ideas, I realize that I'm totally out of stuff to talk about, and I have to do what I call idea farming, which is just basically going through a, a ton of different content and trying to comb through ideas that I want to talk about. And usually I would do this while playing some type of game. You know, there's some type of game that doesn't require me to use sound, and so I would shut the sound off on that particular game, and I would just go and listen to whatever I can listen to. In this particular case today, it happened to be with, uh, I've been playing a lot of that game, Risk of Rain 2, because I played the first one for probably over a thousand hours, so I can play like any difficulty of that game, no matter any, any difficulty, any character, any artifact, and I can beat the shit out of that game. So I've gotten kind of bored of it at this point, but fortunately there was a big update for Risk of Rain 2, so I've been playing the crap out of that one. And uh, we've been working on this challenge where you're supposed to beat like 20 levels and you get some really cool item for doing that. Uh, but I, I gotta say, this, this new Risk of Rain is so damn difficult that I played this shit on the easiest difficulty. And I've done this uh, 20 levels challenge multiple times and still have not succeeded. In fact, I, I just got really pissed because after I was doing this, some of this idea farming, I made it through about 16 of those levels and I alt-tabbed to uh, go play a different video. And as I came back in, I hit the uh, quit to menu button and I lost my two-hour run of, of Risk of Rain. So I was pretty mad about that. And I hope in, in a future update they will put a yes or no. Uh, are you sure you want to quit so that shit like that doesn't happen? But uh, while I was doing that, I was watching or listening to the uh, depositions of the Vic Mignogna case. I've been following uh, Nick Riccata. Uh, Riccata Law, I believe, is his YouTube channel. I've been following that since January, since this all started. And uh, the, the whole situation never, ever uh, is a letdown. There's always something interesting that's happening, especially as now um, we get to put some names to faces and we get to see some people talk. Because usually with voice actors, you don't really get to see who they are. Or uh, in case of Ron Toy, you don't get to see who he is because he's not a voice actor. He's like a banker or something like that. But I've been thoroughly enjoying this entire thing. One, because the accusers in this situation, Monica Real, Ron Toy, and Jamie Markey, are completely, completely going to lose. And they're completely going to lose a shitload of money. And it's not like with, with Christine Blasey Ford, maybe they're following her footsteps with the whole Me Too movement at the start of that, or the, the I guess the second round of, of Me Too where the, the Kavanaugh hearings came in place. Uh, they got to realize that Christine Blasey Ford had a shitload of backing from the Democrats, a shitload of backing from, a, a, quite frankly, a lot of criminals and uh, criminal industries that would back her. And uh, Monica Real, Jamie Markey, and Ron Toy had none of that. I think, in fact, Monica was flat out broke. Uh, I, I just found out with this whole case how much a voice actor makes. Some of those depositions had talked about how much they make. I think they make like uh, maybe average of 75 bucks an hour. And then one of the questions in Real's uh, deposition was, uh, well, how many hours do you work per week? She's like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes it's like 60. A lot of times it's 20. Right now it's like four hours a week. Uh, four hours a week on $75 an hour is not very much money. And she's trying to deal with this whole legal case. She is fucking broke. I think the only reason she can even stand in a courtroom is because her cucked fiance, um, who they've been uh, engaged for like five years or something like that, and they're not married yet. That's a very, very bad sign. Also, bad sign, uh, be, you know, uh, before the marriage is the best she's going to get. And, you know, before the marriage, she's like, what, 300 pounds, and she's got... Uh, you know, that, that nice old pixie cuts and, and nice, dis disgustingly oversized teeth that are false for whatever reason. Uh, not not too much in the, in the words of Karen about her actual physical appearance. Before you're married, at the best possible time, uh, Ron Toy, this is not going to turn out well for you. 
And uh, well, that that's all good to me because both of you are a bunch of liars and you both deserve each other. But getting back to that Christine Blasey Ford thing, because maybe that's what they thought this whole thing was going to be. Christine Blasey Ford falsely accuses Kavanaugh of, of raping her uh, 85 years ago, whenever the fuck it was, or whatever, you know, triple the statute of limitations it would be uh, long ago. Maybe they figured it was going to be like that. But I find it totally ironic that that Monica Real, who is an actress, who has been a professional actress for like, I think, 12 to 15 years, maybe longer than that. A professional actress pulls off a less believable cry because uh, she Monica Rell during her deposition starts talking about her experience with Vic and she chokes up a little bit falsely. Uh, one of the ways you can tell, I think um, I'm just going to completely rely on Nick Ricada for this because like um, he's like, I've seen a lot of women cry in court. And when women cry in court and she's got she's got basically a giant cake on her face and that that cake isn't running at all so she's produced no tears uh this extremely traumatic event this extremely traumatic event probably did not happen uh but a a, a professional actress someone who's been an actress for over a decade pulled off a less believable cry than christine blasey ford who has had I, i would imagine either not very much acting training or not nearly as much acting training as as monica has had so that's got to be super embarrassing, and I now I now understand that when people say this whole thing was started out of jealousy, because I don't know, I don't really watch dubs. The the only time I watch a dub is if it's very 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 good, because what happens um, in in animation is that one anime is made for Japan. It's specifically made to mimic Japanese speaking style. So a very very big problem dubs have is that uh, the words don't fit the mouth flaps, so they have these really weird awkward long pauses. Like they'll say, "Hey." you over there uh, because they don't hit the mouth flaps right now it it makes sense to do that in japanese because of the way the language works but it doesn't make sense to do it in english so it's kind of weird like that too uh they often have the very very low quality staff on the dub so it's of course you know anime is very very big in japan they've got a lot more money to it so they get a lot better actors uh it's not as big as america so you get a, a little bit less finances this is just my guess my guess is that it's smaller than america if you've got Actual numbers, feel free to disprove my my assertion that anime is more popular in Japan, or it makes more money in Japan at least. But I get why the people were saying that this is out of jealousy, because in Monica's deposition, this is the this is the part that stuck out to me the most, is that she got really um her, her face changed a little bit towards anger when when this was said. Uh, she would mention that you know I've I've been on shows where I was the main character and Vic Mignogna was also in the show. Guess who was on the cover? Vic was on the cover because he sells titles. I was not on the cover because I don't. Well, person who can't even pull off a decent fake cry or can't pull off a fake cry as good as someone who's not a professional actress, I can very well see why Vic might sell more copies than you do. He might be a better actor than you. He might also be a lot more social than you. I think, uh, of course, Vic is being humble in, in this situation because it's probably the smartest thing to do when he's saying he lacks social intelligence or he lacks the ability to tell certain social cues. I think that's complete bullshit. I think he only has to say that because he's he's uh, defending himself legally here. Uh, but Vic is extremely socially intelligent. Like, clearly. Uh, I, I imagine. I, I've been to a Vic Mignogna line in, um, at Anime Expo a bunch of years ago. I think I was like 14. So this was like like 15 years ago. Uh, that that Vic line was massive. And this had been like 2004, 2005, so I'm sure his following wasn't nearly as big as it is now, but you can immediately see why the Vic Mignogna line was extremely long, is because uh, out of all the people who I've met who are, who are famous, because I've been to a lot of conventions, I also live 
relatively close to Los Angeles. So I've met quite a few famous people. Uh, most of those conversations with people who are famous are very, very awkward when you go up and say, oh, hey, I love your shit. This is so, you're so great. Thank you. you, you that, that song you wrote saved me at that one time or whatever the fan uh, the fan conversations are. Usually those are fairly awkward. But when I um, met Vic at Anime Expo back in like 2004, 2005, I can't remember, um, immediately, immediately as you started talking to him, it was it was super comfortable. I asked him how he pronounces his name. He, uh, I think he told a little anecdote about how people ask him that question all the time. And I think he even when he signed whatever he signed, I, I don't think I kept it actually, but he wrote it phonetically on the card. And so it was just a, a super nice and genuine conversation. And, and he just did it in a way that, that removed all anxiety. And so I don't know how he does that. Again, he's extremely socially intelligent. But that clearly uh, marks off on his fans, as opposed to if you walk up to a voice, voice actor or voice actress who does not have that interaction, well, of course, you're going to see a much smaller line. You're going to see a lot less successful voice actor. I think there are probably two voice actors at that particular convention that left a big impression on me. It was one, Nick Miana, definitely, uh, but two, Crispin Freeman. Also, uh, someone who has no problem getting roles for voice acting, someone who has no problem with success. So I've just been really enjoying how these people who are obviously jealous of Vic Mignogna are going to completely lose uh, this whole thing. And, and the, the longer this goes, the more entertaining it's going to be. Like, um, I kind of watch this like a, like a TV show, and there's a, a Jordan Peterson line where it's, um, if you have a play and you have a an act one, you have a gun in the living room. If it's not used by the end of act three, there's no point in that gun being in the living room. So usually if things are shown to you at the first part of the movie, they're, they're reflected at the end of the movie. And so they had been teasing things like, we're going to, we're going to depose everybody. We're going to depose Nick Riccata too. I would love to see Nick Riccata depose. In fact, I almost expect it, even though this is real life, so it might not happen. But I, I just been watching this thing like a TV show, like reality TV. And I just love the entertainment. But second, as an added bonus to all the massive drama that's around this event, because I've been watching this pretty exclusively through Rakea's Law Channel, I've learned a shitload about the law, and especially as this case relates pretty highly to MGTOW, um, and, and false accusation being a big reason why people should go to MGTOW, why it's not really... I mean, maybe it's different in certain states. Maybe different states have different psychologies, different states have different laws, but certainly, if you're living, if you're living in a blue state, like California or New York... It's probably not even safe to to date. It's probably not even safe. I know a lot of MGTOW pump and dump. It's probably not safe to do that. So interpret that how you like. But I have learned a lot of things about the law. Like I've learned the term defamation. I've learned what a deposition is. I've learned uh, other D words. I've learned a little bit about how legal strategy works and how uh, people cross-examine. There's been a lot of really interesting stuff that's gone on. And certainly if someone can take a a drama and turn this into education well i think that's how actual education works is just find something that's super super interesting and then find how to teach somebody some type of lesson through that interesting uh, thing that's going on certainly nick Rocada does a very very good job at that but uh, on the MGTOW idea, because this is a, a situation that highly relates to MGTOW and uh, there are only going to be so many events that are going to happen where we have a chance to fight some of the, the precedents that have been set by feminism. And this is a golden opportunity to fight some of those precedents. And I think people people make a mistake when they think about stuff like this because they think, if I'm going to fight back, if I'm going to be the person who takes on the man, that I have to be the person in the front lines. Uh, that's not the case. A lot of times you can't be that, or a lot of times maybe you just aren't that person. But what you can certainly do is you could help the person who is. Certainly, um, I probably will, I hopefully, will never be falsely accused of being raped, but that's something I always have to worry about. And because I'm not the person who's being falsely accused of being raped, I can't really fight that back. 
But there are people who have. And because Vic has been falsely accused of being raped, if you want this to stop, then it is your, of your best interest to help Vic as much as you possibly can. Vic has now uh, decided to become a champion in this situation because I think when they were levying these accusations against him, when they, they got him kicked out of cons, they got him fired from Funimation, they got him fired from Rooster Teeth and, and basically blacklisted him from, from anime voice acting, which has been his career for the past 20 years, when they did all this, they probably thought he was just going to fold. I mean, Vic's a pretty nice guy. I mean, he doesn't seem like a guy that would fight back, but apparently he is. Thank God he is. Uh, he, he doesn't seem like a guy who would fight back, and they just thought he was just going to tumble over and that'd be it. But that's not what he did. He decided he wasn't going to take it. He picked up his sword and he charged right in. I think what he's doing here is is an essential part of being a good person. It is not good enough. If you're going to be a good person, it's not good enough just to live by good principles. It's not good enough just to not, you know, there, there are you know, four major principles of, of of a working group or a working person or a healthy person is you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't kill, and you don't steal, or, or the universal terminology that's around those things. Certainly, uh, not killing is not the only thing. Don't be violent whatsoever if you can get away with it. Uh, it's not just carrying out those things, but also if you're going to be a truly good person, if you're going to be a truly good person who matters, then you, you is your obligation to fight people who are evil. Uh, much like if you're if you're being attacked in an alleyway, you know, someone tries to rob you on the street, and you have the ability to fight back, but you don't, you've just committed an evil. Because the evil that happens is that if that person who robs you gets away with it, they're going to say, well, hey, that was really fucking easy. I can just rob somebody else now. They, they become empowered. Every time they win, they become empowered. And that's why that's why the, these people, the, you know, Jamie Markey, uh, Monica Real, and, and uh, Ron Toya are, are so arrogant about this is because the false accusation thing has worked so many times and people just keep folding and not fighting back and uh, they, they keep winning. But as soon as someone says, no, I'm not going to let you rob me. I'm not going to let you assault me. I'm going to fight back. And that person wins. Well, then the person who did the robbing, the person who committed the crime is going to hey, say, oh, shit, the next time I try that, that person might fight back and they might win. Also, anybody else who might commit the same crime says, hey, that person got attacked back and that person lost. They went to jail. They got the shit kicked out of them when they try to rob that guy. It, that might happen to me. It might happen to me if I try to rob that guy. It might happen if I try to rob somebody else. And so the good is not just uh, for you who didn't get robbed, but the good is for everybody else who might have gotten robbed after you or everybody else who might have been inspired by the villain to uh, do what they did. So it's like, you know, the, if you put good things in the world, um, people will follow that. If you put bad things in the world, people will follow that. People are just going to do what's effective. People are going to model the behavior they see works. And so if you show that being good works by fighting evil, then other people are going to see that. And certainly it's going to put the fear in the eyes of the people who are actually evil to not attack anybody else. And so we need to get that ball rolling. We need to get that, that precedent set is that we are no longer going to put up with these stupid false rape accusations anymore. We're not going to put up with, with false abuse accusations anymore because this is, this is it's at the point where it's fucking ridiculous. Like how many men need to be imprisoned or permanently enslaved uh, due to a false accusation. Like, I remember, if I can find this, I'll put this in the description, or I might just forget. But I remember watching this whole documentary where this chick was having a fight with her friend. They they were at the bar. She got super drunk, and then she went off with some guy for a while. Uh, they, they just drove around for a bit. Then she got out, and she met her friend. And her friend and her got in a huge fight. And to resolve that fight, to make it so that she wasn't fighting her friend anymore, she accused a guy of rape who did not commit rape. Well, they went and found that guy, and he went to prison for four years for a crime he didn't commit. 
just because every woman has to be believed. In fact, even when she admitted she lied, he still had to stay in prison for another year. Because of how fucked up this system is. And so it's time to say stop. And it, like I said, it's probably not going to be the case. Like it's not hope. It's not the case for me. It's probably not going to be the case that you're on the front. You're, that you're going to be on the front line. So when someone decides to to not take it anymore, when someone decides to become a champion of this idea that false rape accusations are not going to be allowed anymore, then it's up to you as the person who agrees with those ideals to support the person as much as possible. They're taking up the fight against evil by attacking it head on and you're taking up the fight against evil by supporting that person as much as possible so so Vic Mignogna in this case against false rape accusations is our hero he's our champion he's our he's our Odysseus he's our uh, Robert Downey Jr. or with Iron Man uh, uh, Tony Stark there we go uh, whatever whatever name you want to attach to it. but he's our hero in this situation and our hero is, is fighting some pretty big dragons at this point he's fighting three people already he might have to fight Funimation he might have to fight Sony, who owns Funimation, I believe, uh, and and Rooster Teeth, and, and this this could go on for many many years, uh, and who knows? But but he's got some pretty pretty big foes here, and he's going to need some pretty big weapons to fight them back. And the biggest weapon that Vic has against the forces of evil, and you can tell they don't like this because they've been they've been very clear that they don't like this. They've been screaming every time it gets bigger and bigger. But the biggest weapon he has is that massive GoFundMe campaign that he's got going on. I think it's at it's over two hundred thousand dollars at this point, and they just absolutely hate that because no matter how many expensive legal strategies they try. Uh, he will. He won't falter them. He. They won't just win by default by trying to to, to outspend him or try by trying to make this legal process so expensive for him that he can't possibly afford it. Because certainly that is an effective strategy. But uh, in this case, not only does he have enough money to fight this back, but he's probably not going to go into debt over any of this. While they are probably going to be, you know, Jamie Markey, Mo- Monica Real, and and Ron Toy, who are probably all broke are going to be even more broke by the time this is all over. And so they absolutely hate this. And so if you want to do your your due diligence, if you want to do the best you possibly can against Eagle right now, if you really hate false rape accusations, then uh, we have our champion right now. We've got Vic Mignogna. Certainly there might be some other champions against this, and you can go support them. But one of our big ones right now that, that the whole, uh, the, the, the big part of the YouTube community is following is Vic Mignotta in that GoFundMe campaign. So I donated today. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the description to his his GoFundMe campaign So if you would like to donate, if you'd like to help the cause. But um, I, I think this is one of the best things we can do because uh, what I would like to happen, his goal is 300000 right now, is that when this this whole thing blows over, when, when Monica Real, Ron Toy, and, and Jamie Markey lose, because they're pretty obviously going to lose, I mean, it could go anyway. They could, they could still win, but... The odds are in Vic's favor. If they lose, I would like that to empower Vic to do some more good, and then go after Funimation and go after Rooster Teeth for for their um their misconduct too. Maybe even Sony. Let's bring them all down. Because the bigger this gets, the more fear it's going to instill in any sort of false accuser that might come forward. Because if it says, "Hey, uh, Monica Real falsely accused Vic Mignogna of raping her, and she is now bankrupt," uh, that's going to put some fear into the people's eyes. Now, if if it's the case that a company is receiving a false rape complaint, and they see that Vic Mignogna thing, that that serious thing where where he didn't just sue the people who accused him, he sued the company too, and this cost Funimation so much money. I, I'm just this is my fantasy in my head. It cost Funimation so much money that they went out of business, and I don't give a fuck. I don't watch dubs anyway. So much money they went out of business that the companies that have to do investigations 
for this type of thing are going to say, well, we're going to be pretty fucking careful at this point if there's a if there's a rape allegation to make sure this is actually a legitimate rape claim and not a false rape claim because we remember what happened to Funimation. We remember how much support Vic Mignogna got when he was falsely accused of being a pedophile and falsely accused of being a rapist. Actually, if you want some long-witted entertainment, if you've got like some levels to grind or whatever, uh, I'll put this in the description. But uh, Ron Toy, one of the defendants in this case, uh, one of the people who is guilty of going to be found guilty of lying, if this whole thing goes long enough, they don't end up settling and they actually go to court. Uh, but he is being questioned by Vic's lawyer. And he basically says, as he's being questioned or deposed by Vic's lawyer, that that as long as enough people say it, if somebody called somebody else a pedophile and enough people said that that person was a pedophile, uh, Ron Toy would believe it. So this has been this this big movement over the past couple of days to call Ron Toy a pedophile so that people will believe he's a pedophile. <laughs> um, and if people, he said in that if people called him such, he would not he would not pay attention. He would not fight back. Because he's trying to suggest that his tweets were not any sort of fighting back against uh, what's happened with Vic. So he's trying to have some plausible deniability there. So people are like, all right, well, we'll just call you a pedophile. And if yeah, you won't fight back, we'll just keep doing it. Because based on what you said, if we say that you're that, and if enough people say it, well, then it must be true about you. Uh, I find that absolutely hilarious. And I'm loving every single moment of this drama. Like I, I just have been really enjoying over the past couple of days watching Ron Toy and, and Monica Real squirm throughout their entire deposition uh, for fear of being found out to be liars. So I say, let's not just have this go on for six months. I hope they don't settle. I hope this whole thing goes the distance. And not just uh, uh, Jamie Markey, Ron Toy, and, and Monica Real. But let's get Funimation in there. Let's get Mars Girl in there. Let's get Sony. Let's, 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 let's really uh, make this a, a, a rodeo here. But uh, that's that's all I have to say for this video. If you liked it, please hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Comment and share. Uh, my BitChute link will be in the description if you haven't subscribed to me there. Go ahead and do that. If you'd like to support this channel, if you'd like to add a little bit to my war chest, after you've added some to Vic's war chest, so certainly I'll put both uh, these links, or I'll put uh, my links and his link in the description. So if you'd like to support this channel, if you'd like to help it grow, if you'd like to help uh, me make better quality videos, then go ahead and donate to me on either PayPal or Subscribestar. That will be in the, the description. And certainly Mick, uh, Vic's GoFundMe campaign will be in the description too. So uh, with that said, I'll see you in the next video. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.